0: Hi I'm Ez. I'm Dove, and welcome to the Let Me Talk Podcast.
1: Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let
0: me talk. A dirty whore. re
1: horde. It's like after the Vikings village, they were like, let's go back and do it again.
0: Yeah. Um, it has been a minute. We just recorded, by I started recording. It's been a minute. We haven't done this in a while. It's been like a week and a half or two weeks or something. Um, a little bit. And there's a lot to talk about. There's too much to talk about almost. Let's let's do this yeah, country let's thing again.
1: Let's stop. There's too much to talk about. We just shouldn't record.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, thank you for listening. Have a great day.
1: You've been amazing. We'd yeah. We'd like to take you home with us. We'd love to take you home. Um... The
0: Sorry, okay. But let's start off in in the the uh, main the mainland in England. So in the past couple weeks a lot has gone down. So the first thing What's hmm, the first thing I want to touch on? The first thing I want to touch on is January transfers. What? January transfers? No, not yet. Not yet. We'll get to that in a bit. But to start, Wayne Rooney has officially retired from his. Is late, but he's officially retired (laughs) from playing career. He's now the Derby coach. Derby County coach. Derby County coach. Um, Honestly, I'm surprised he has the coaching badges. I'm surprised he has. I don't know his A levels, let alone his coaching badges. Unless he even doesn't have that.
1: I mean, he might have some players take that stuff while they're players. You know that,
0: right? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying because of that. I'm, I'm just saying uh, on the
1: Ben Davies is the same thing. Like,
0: yeah, but I'm, I'm saying on the basis of him being Wayne Rooney.
1: Oh, because he was always portrayed as like dumb. And big.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know what that's gonna happen. Will we see him as a menu coach in the future? Who knows? No. But I don't see it. Um, But that's one update.
1: Oh, yeah. So we have a new coach, and then uh, we also have uh, a real update, but, you know, an old coach who's also their club legend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. So Lampard, what I have in my notes here, because I remember seeing something that Lampard wanted to sell players to make signings in January. Um, and then he got sacked. Uh, like, uh, what are your, are you surprised? What are your thoughts on this? Because I know you liked him. We we were, I didn't say, I I don't know if I said I liked him. I I may be wrong. But I know that I said that he's
1: trying to do something audacious with all these new guys. Um, I know that he had a difficult job. What else? Did I know? I'm trying to figure out how I really felt. Look, I, 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 I didn't think I didn't think they'd fire him. They'd sack him because of the money he brings in as being a legend. I did think they would sack him because, you know, that's not, not because he was new. This is because it's Chelsea's repertoire.
0: Yeah, that's that's in their DNA. I mean, that's Abramovich's strategy. Is if you don't bring a good style with trophies, then you're out. Yeah. So,
1: so I mean, it makes sense that he was. It makes sense that he was sacked.
0: Yeah. Um, Good move. We can agree that it was a good move. I think so. I think so. So I mean, look, I don't agree with Chelsea's uh, management philosophy. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with. um, I don't agree with it either. Pick up a manager in the farm. But so this is... You know, you know, business philosophies, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think that's the way to do it. I think this... In this situation, yeah. it was a good move, though, because... In, sense, in there, yeah, I guess so. Because yeah, if you look a, at it, he did a great job with pretty much an academy team last season. And then he spends, no, like, over $300 million on on, cost on cost so cost many cost players cost. to bring in to, you know, amp up his squad. And then he doesn't do anything with it really they sit in what like eighth place seventh place now and 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 like uh, he he's completely abandoned the the youth products almost he's there was a there was a post when he got sacked when it was announced john terry posted i don't know if you know this like meme template where it's like um splinter the rat and there's all the teenage mutant ninja turtles like they're little kids and then they grow up so it was, like, Lampard as a player, and then the little kids are, you know, Tammy Abraham, hudson Adoy, Tamori, and um, who was the, the fourth one was, um, I don't remember who, but it was someone else. And then it was, you know, him as an old, Lampard as a coach, and then they grew up. But uh, he he's abandoned them this season. Tamori left for AC Milan. hudson Adoy hasn't gotten nearly as much time as he thought he was going to get after he rejected Bayern. And Tammy Abraham is third-string striker behind Werner and Giroud.
1: So, here's the, the deeper thing. Yeah. If I were to sympathize with him and also sort of blame him for something. He did really great with almost like a nothing team last season. Yeah. Then Abramovich gives him Millions and millions and millions of euros to spend. Right. You probably felt pressured to buy guys. You know what I mean? Like, how could you get this much money from Abramovich? Just go. You know what, Abramovich? Thank you, but I don't need your money right now as your manager. I don't. I I don't need it. You know what I mean? You felt pressured to buy some of the biggest guys on. You know from their respective, respective leagues, and then that's that.
0: But if anything, there would be pressure to not buy guys, because he did so well with a squad that had no transfers, because they had so a transfer they, ban. They but, then, but, but then, but then also, But then also, there was a from, pandemic, and everybody's in from, financial crisis, so... To,
1: he didn't have that opportunity. He's a new, young manager, and he has the opportunity now to buy whatever he wants. It's that, and, but that, that, and, you know, that's funny because the joke is it was like – it was like – uh what was it? FIFA – what? FIFA manager?
0: Uh, Career mode, yeah. It was like FIFA career mode. As a joke, it's like FIFA career mode. But in reality, it's like – That's what it was. When you're on FIFA, when you're on FIFA career mode, you don't think about – how the
1: team's gonna play together in the managerial style because you're playing on a controller. So you just look at the paper and you go, oh shoot, these are great players, let me just do it. And I know the joke was like, oh, this is great FIFA career mode and uh, Lampard, you know, gets to buy whoever he wants. But also like on a deeper level, it was like that because he just saw on paper and was like, I'll buy these guys because I have the money. But I don't think the the other issue on the other end, like that's the beginning of the the career and the career when he's fired is that he tried to sell those players he's blaming somebody else now it could be the players it could not be the players i don't care but if you blame somebody else you're trying to shove responsibility off of you which makes you look like a bad leader that's just my opinion i don't
0: know if no i i hear that it's crap about that i'm just saying that if you you know if you
1: shove the responsibility off of you you look like a bad leader so yeah. You don't want that kind of person in charge of
0: your team. Right. The, and but those then
1: the kids that he bought, whether he was pressured or not?
0: Cuz you say you play, say that he they he players, went out and he pulled a career mode, right? Other people.
1: That's, not how, that's not how
0: leading works. He went out and bought he he played a career mode. He went, and he bought out these guys. And I don't think these are players that are necessarily bad for the Chelsea system. Kai Wirtz is unbelievable. Timo Werner's unbelievable. The thing is that they... They bought so many reinforcements for places that didn't necessarily need the reinforcements. Like, sure, they got a new goalkeeper, and you know, they got Ben Chilwell and they got Thiago Silva to help the defense. But then they're, they're still inconsistent, they were still inconsistent in how they wanted to play the midfield. They didn't know if they wanted to do Jorginho or Conte or both of them at the same time. Um, they they ended up – they have this surplus in attacking talent with, you know, three or four strikers and, like, seven different wingers who are all, you know, demanding for their quality that these players have. They all demand starting time. And now, you know, Thomas Ducal comes in, and he's benching Mount. Pulisic was benched, but he came on. It's it just it caused it caused a problem. He I understand that he got a lot of money to work with and it was good because he needed the money to to do reinforcements in, in you know different places in midfield and defense and maybe a little bit in attack, but then he overdid it.
1: Yeah. I'm curious to see how two does. I mean he already drew zero zero with um, the world, so First
0: game. So, oh, I just, yes. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting with Tuchel. I, I want to know how he's going to do because now it's a German coach coming in, and he has Werner and he has Havertz, and he's worked with Pulisic before. Yeah, I, uh, it's probably going to be a totally new system. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think he's going to be able to win any? I, personally, I think he could. He could win. With contended them, for top four. Not contending, I think they're out for that. Yeah. Tugel could do okay, 5-6-7, and then have to restart really again next season. Yeah. And honestly, because it's Chelsea, I wouldn't be surprised if he only makes fifth or sixth place and they fire Tugel because Chelsea is weird. They're weird as shit. And they're very weird. But also, did you see that they didn't sign, I think the contract only goes for 18 months for Tugel. 12. 12 months deal. 12? 12 months, you said?
1: 12 yeah, months, so I believe,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's the end of this season and then all of next season. Um, but, like, it's, it's interesting that they started doing that, because usually it's, you know, this the same thing with, with Lampard, with, like, David Moyes when he was signed by United, with Van Gaal. It was all these, like, five, six-year contracts to really make a rebuild. And then... Yeah. Shit hits the fan, uh, I don't and they mean, restart. It's
1: almost like, it's almost like, uh, you know how like a striker has composure? And even, you know, high pressure in the box, they can still put it all away. Sure. Yeah, um, the, the companies that these clubs are, not, no composure. No composure. Uh, they just kick the ball as hard as they can. They yeah, just right. you know, they the sack a manager and hope you know the next time works better. Right.
0: are um, That's funny, I can hear everything that Avi's saying about the market and everything. Um, um but with all this like talk, at least when at least when Lampard was there, because he was talking about selling guys and bringing more guys in, and then a report came out that Chelsea were going to fight for Erling Holland's signature, which sounded like the most retarded thing I've ever heard in my entire life. When
1: was this?
0: This was a couple weeks ago. They were like, mm, "We're going to see if we can." Obviously, you know, it it probably isn't going to materialize, and it's not anything that's really concrete but still to have this mindset of we need to buy the best striker still when you have three like world-class you know starting for their international teams strikers like what? A- and it makes no sense to me it's so dumb it's so dumb and uh, like it's they keep making the same mistakes and they don't learn from the same mistakes over and over and over again. And then they just keep trying to make the same mistake over and over again. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's It's weird. It's like...
0: And I don't know if it's the coach that they hire necessarily or if it's like Abramovich or the higher-ups or, or the, you know the sporting director or... I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Maybe,
1: maybe uh, should get out of the, the, the. I don't know if it is a That you said there, right? You don't know if it's actually... I
0: really, do, I don't know where it is. I don't know where the problem stems from, but clearly there's a problem with Chelsea. That in yeah, my it's... mind, there's a problem with Chelsea, and if it doesn't get solved soon, I don't. That's the that's the thing with like a lot of teams now, like. Like Real Madrid, like we talk about a lot, we'll get to that later also, but like Madrid, they've completely abandoned the Galacticos mentality, but then they come back to it and sign Hazard and Courtois, and then they also want to promote all these academy graduates, but then they give zero attention to the academy graduates who have a lot of potential and are actually very good, they give so much attention to these superstars that are the, like, dog water players, Eden has done absolutely nothing other than, he's, he's gained more weight than he has scored goals and made assists in his time at Madrid. And, and they still, like, stick with him. Brahim Diaz left, uh, Odegaard's gonna leave, Isco wants to leave, I wouldn't be surprised if Asensio wanted to leave at some point. I mean, these they they mistreat these guys. I, I don't know how somebody could. Okay, that's also the, the Madrid way. That's also the Madrid way, but uh, at it's least at least they they did it with a squad of superstars. If you looked at the if you looked at the the squad list in like the two thousands, you had Cannavaro, you had Kaká, you had you had uh, still Marcelo and Ramos and Casillas, and then and then you know obviously five years down the line, these guys get treated like shit they break out in tears at their goodbye press conference and then you know that's it and then they move on and then they forget about these players and they have no recognition but at least they they had a mentality of we need the the we only we demand the best quality from every athlete that we sign um we demand you know top marketability all that kind of stuff and it's worked clearly it's worked they did it they signed like 10 different players in 2009 and you know three of the names in that list of players was kaka benzema and ronaldo and then fast forward 10 years and they won three champions leagues in a row out of four total they won two la ligas they won copa del Rey. And now they they're like indecisive. They don't know how to go about it anymore. They don't know how to go about choosing players for the lineups. They don't know how to.
1: Do you know what? It could just be. It could just be some things for teams aren't working. Like it just it could like it could be all the stuff that we're saying. Right. say, but it could just be as simple as it just doesn't work.
0: But the the problem for and me is that The population of
1: players for whatever reason
0: just can't handle it. Right. But here's the thing, because they went for a little bit, they went the route of signing obscure players and using academy talent when they signed people like Jovic and when they brought Mariano Diaz back from Leon. The problem is, is the mentality of Real Madrid is not like that. You either have to be the Barcelona, like, kind of under-the-radar type, you don't bang the drum all the time. You're not cocky. That's what Barcelona did. They had academy players. They treated their players like people. And like, you know, like their kids that they raised. And they had that type of team. When you had, you know, Bale, Benzema, Ronaldo, uh, Ozil, Di Maria, all these guys. Sami Kadira, Xabi Alonso, Luka Modric, Tony Cruz. When you have these big ego great players unbelievable players and you treat them it's it's weird that you like treat them not like shit but you you know you're not treating them like you raised them so in no, your academy
1: so think, so think about it today if you put today's biggest and best together on the same team wearing you know
0: Los Blancos wearing
1: the white shirts would they be an amazing team
0: i think if I think if you brought, I think if Real Madrid in this window brought in, I don't know, say they brought in Mbappe, they brought in Pogba, they brought in, they brought in, uh, who else can they bring in? And maybe, maybe one or maybe two other players like that, they'd be unstoppable. They'd be unstoppable if they brought in, if they brought, you know what, if they brought in Mbappe, if they brought in Pogba, and if they brought in um, Upac- Pomecano from, from um, Leipzig for their defense, it would be, it would be a scary ass team because it would, it would be that same, that same mentality that they had, they would go about their same, you know, transfer decisions. And that's exactly what they're not doing now. They're mixing everything up. They're they don't know how to treat academy. They've never. I don't think they really ever knew how to treat academy players, except for like a few. Because most of the time they end up leaving. Like uh, when they when they were signing, because they signed Jovic, right? Uh huh. And he did absolutely nothing for them. And then. He leaves to Frankfurt and he's already has three goals in two games to his name. It's it's like clearly there's there's something going on that doesn't promote, you know, good performances. It doesn't promote good uh, growth for some of the players and obviously not all players because they have some amazing players out there, but clearly there's something that isn't promoting the positivity that some types of players wouldn't necessarily need. Right? Like they say a lot, I don't remember which coach it was, I think it was Tony Pulis, who worked with Traare. And he said, you have to you have to really treat Traare like a kid. You have to, you know, work with him a lot. He's he was that type of player. For Traare at Barcelona, it would make sense because that, that was their mentality, you know, academy graduates, we, we homegrown, There are children, we take care of them, we clothe and feed them. But if you went to Madrid, it would be a shit show, it would be like Makaleli going to Madrid, and everybody treated him like shit. And it was, you know, players didn't pay attention to him, uh, the higher ups didn't pay attention to him. So maybe,
1: that's, maybe that could also be it, Then Is that they have these these kids on their team they want on their team in Madrid, but, you know, they're not taking the... They're not taking being treated like garbage. They're not taking that. Especially with the culture today, respect and, and you know, mutual, whatever. I know that there's, you know, people understand the hierarchy of I'm a player and you're in charge and you pay me and I work for you, but, like, still, like... You know what I mean? Like, people don't stand for that
0: especially today. Right. But I think I think they're having a hard time. In my opinion, they're having a hard time figuring out the types of players they actually want. They're they're doing the, they're almost it's almost they're doing the same thing that Chelsea's doing. They're, they're looking at on paper the stats that some of the players have during the season. You know, sometimes they get it right, like someone like Furlan Mendy, they brought him in he's uh, marcelo is no longer a player on madrid in my eyes i mean he's taken the spot at left back and it makes sense he's unbelievable but then you know you bring in diaz, Mariana mariano diaz who's done absolutely nothing he's already gone i think jovic they brought in did absolutely nothing he's already gone aiden hazard came in and i know you might say he's a superstar what do you mean he's that type of he fits the bill but that wasn't his attitude. Hazard was never that that big ego, big head attitude of a player.
1: No, he was like.
0: That's why I don't see him fitting there, because it's it's just not the way he would play. And that's that's the thing with like if you went to Barcelona, I don't think he would necessarily excel. But the reason why I worked at Chelsea was because it was it was just a, a, a some kind of wild card type system that they had going that worked for them, and now everything's kind of thrown off balance.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know what the heck
0: happened what it could be. I'm not, like not saying... I'm trying um, to figure out all the different possible things. They have good players. They have great players. They don't have stars. Uh, yeah, they, they don't. And, you know, Modric is old. Uh, What's his name? Crows is old. Um, they need somebody like Abramovich. I, I don't think they need Abramovich because they have... Perez, they have Florentino Perez, who's been doing the job for years. He just needs to think, hey, we went astray for a little bit. I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. Let's go back to what we used to do. And it's taking some time for him to realize that, which is a surprise to me. Um, But moving on, we skipped a bunch of countries, but let's go back to England for a second because... There's actually something really funny I saw this week where because Pogba has been putting in some crazy performances recently and um, someone said, like, he only does really well in their... Have you seen their away jerseys, the third kit or whatever, the zebra thing?
1: Oh, yeah, yes,
0: yeah, the So everybody's saying, oh, he's doing really well because he thinks he's still playing for Juve, but uh, I love it. Um, but he's doing great now. But uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, still in Manchester and still at Manchester United, the real Manchester, um, Bruno Fernandes became the first player to win four player of the Months in a calendar year in the Premier League. Because he's amazing. Now, I'm not going to say he's the great. Obviously, it's so overblown to say, oh, since he's done that, he's the greatest ever. But I do think he's the best midfielder in the league right now. Bruno Fernandes is the if there's any midfielder I could pick from any team for free, it's Bruno Fernandes. I don't, I don't, I don't even look at De Bruyne. I don't look at uh, Bernardo Silva. I don't look at anybody. I don't look at Pogba even. It's Bruno Fernandes oh. t- eleven times out of ten. Look, man. Look. And I know it sounds biased, it but to this
1: kind of stuff we gotta make the connection and the difference between certain things based on performance. Yes,
0: like current performance, yeah.
1: And I know they're sort of similar, and and there's a bigger you know, if somebody performs like that, then they become the best one. But if you were from Barcelona, yeah, right, you're the new president, you could either buy De Bruyne or you could buy Fernandez. It's still
0: 25. Fernandez, it's still Fernandez because if you look at him. It's not, it's not just, you know, of course, Kevin De Bruyne is one of the greatest midfielders ever. And he, yes, he can, he can play really great passes through the lines. He can cross it like it's nobody's business and he can play in that kind of, uh, tiki Taka style. But for someone like Fernandez, who was coming into a team that was uh, widely regarded as useless and, and a complete garbage heap. Came in, completely transformed the team from day one. From day one, there was more passion in the team. There was more attacking in the team. And and it's every single game that he steps onto a pitch. Every single game, he's always dictating the attack. He's always and. Ent- no one shuts him down no one no one can can close him down he's always always you know connecting the the midfield and the attack he he himself is a great goal scoring threat it's it's crazy and the and the things he has in his arsenal also like he can take a penalty, he can take a free kick, he can take a corner, he can shoot it long, he can shoot it short, he can play a long ball, he can play a short pass, he can he can move around too. He's quick. He can head it. He's a full package.
1: He needs to be significantly
0: better than De Bruyne has
1: ever been for the rest of the season for me as a theoretical president of Barcelona if you go, oh, my friend, but that, to go on
0: by Fernandes. That's the thing that. for me is that De Bruyne has had slumps. I think the, is gonna have was, slots, it, okay. was it last season or this season That De Bruyne for the beginning of the season It was just where's De Bruyne Where is where is he, where's Kevin Nobody can find him, he's not on the pitch here's, anymore Here's the difference But then the difference. Bruno Fernandez has been there for a year and a half De And he was hasn't in the had a position, slump De
1: Bruyne was in the position That Bruno Fernandez, Fernandez Is in now He was there What do you mean he was there He was the best midfielder in the Premier League he could do
0: anything and everything. He could shoot and he could pass and he could take a corner. He could take a penalty. He could do that. He could do everything that he did. But Prime he, but he wasn't like, at that he wasn't at that level because he a... was
1: unreal. He was making he was making assists like it was breathing air. He was
0: unbelievable. And he's not prime De Bruyne, so he has slumps. Yes, he was, but it wasn't the did, same level because De Bruyne here. was on a team. Another half a season, Fernandez will make the same slumps. Right, but Kevin De Bruyne wasn't on a team that was shite, to be polite. He absolute garbage, and he didn't transform an entire team by himself. He had the 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 coach a Pep Guardiola to work with. He had. The players to work with, David Silva, Yaya Toure, uh, you know, all those midfielders that Sheik Mansour brought in with all the Arab money, they had the resources. Bruno Fernandez was brought in, didn't play with Pogba. He played with like uh, Matic and McTominay and Fred and then eventually Pogba. And it was like a slow process, but he revived. I think if Bruno Fernandes never made the move from Sporting to Man U, they'd they'd be in like eighth place right now. They'd be absolutely garbage. Solskjaer would be sacked. Pogba would definitely be leaving. Cavani would have never showed up. Rashford wouldn't be doing as well. It, it was it's a totally new team. Entirely new team. Because of one man. And then and then on top of that, he went on to win four Player of the Month awards in one year. Which hasn't been done by anyone. Not even Ronaldo. How come he won
1: Player of the Month awards? What did he do?
0: He put in incredible performances for four months during the year. Let's see. December Player of the Month for the Premier League was... Bruno Fernandez ah uh, except cookies he played six games with four wins and two draws he had three goals and four assists in a month in a month let let's see here Bruno Fernandez Player of the Month. Um, that was for December and then player of the month for I don't remember when he, which other months he won it well that doesn't sound right I looked up when did Bruno Fernandez win player of the month and I get August 1994, Jürgen Klinsmann won the first Player of the Month award in August 1994. Oh, Fernandes became the first player to win four Player of the Month awards in a single year. I need to find Bruno Fernandes, though. Let's see. And even someone like Thierry Henry, I mean, he's, he's regarded as the greatest Premier League era player, and he hasn't even done that. And look, obviously, it's for player of the month, different circumstances, it was a different league, there are different players, but still to have that kind of consistency is
1: No, hold on a second. I think I think somebody could argue. Uh, I wouldn't want to because I'd be sullying Harry Kane. But, you know, he doesn't have the same players.
0: Who doesn't have the same players?
1: To to fight against uh, that good look, I'm not going to say Harry Kane's bad. That's you know us
0: Right, it's not necessarily Bruno the same. So he's
1: playing in the same league as Wayne Rooney and Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's
0: it's it's a different league, but it's still there's there's still insane that, quality. There is the argument that Bruno Fernandez is player of the month award run. You know. Is yeah. life,
1: Lester winning
0: in twenty fifteen. No, scrap scrap that. I'm not doing a generational argument because as history has shown you can't you Can can't I compare. Show? You can't compare one generation with another generation and 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 see oh you wouldn't do as well here, but you would do as well there and no, 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 no.
1: that's what I'm saying. You me the comparison? Thierry Henry being the century's greatest player, but even he didn't make four times in a row. I think it's because he played against players that were amazing against Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the greatest players of all time. Everybody on United was a star. Everybody on Chelsea was a star. Everybody on Arsenal, and everybody was a star. It was a team full of stars. Sure. I'm not saying that Bruno Fernandez would do better, not, I'm saying that Bruno Fernandez winning... Four months in a row, player one the month, Now, is equivalent to your argument you make that Leicester could win the league in 2015. It's not that crazy they won. It's crazy, but it's not that crazy they won because everybody
0: else's team were shit. Now, well, you agree with me though. You finally agree with me. It's bad. You I'm finally saying, agreed with me. going to put that on the list. Yeah, there
1: be like four other people who are noteworthy that could win it.
0: But that's not true. That's not true. You and I both know that's not true. Because you have Kevin DeBroni, you have Mohamed Salah, you have Harry Kane, you have Sergio of Sadio Mane, Jamie Vardy, Sun Yung-Min, Rahim Sterling, Alexander Arnold, Robertson Van Dijk, who's been out, fine. You have uh, Rashford, Firmino, Kante. The-, the league is full of unbelievable players. To say that the competition isn't there is crazy. Maybe to say, maybe to say, you know, it's not as insane because of the names you had back then. But even then, I'd argue that it was less competitive then because you didn't have a top six; you had a top four. And and now you have. And now you have. But wait! But now you have. But not also. wait, Wait! 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 I'm not done. I'm not done. But also you have also you have West Ham in the top four. You have Southampton in the top, whatever. You have Aston Villa who are pushing. You have Everton who are pushing. Leicester City's in the top four. It's insane. Okay. This is going to sound weird, but
1: stick with me. They have all those stars that are playing. Sure. He's beating them out. Yeah. They're not, they're not performing well. Those players aren't performing well. And I know
0: but that's not real. true. That's not true. Exactly. That's why he's winning Of the of the they're form, they're not even playing well. Those players. Of it's the thing, like f- Leicester was playing against teams like City and United and Chelsea and Tottenham and Arsenal and Liverpool. And those are great teams, but they
1: weren't performing well. They weren't bad teams; they just weren't playing well. But of the form, if the players are playing well. Then Leicester would never would have won. The, you know what I'm saying? And this is my argument that I would buy right but- up over Fernandez because. Yeah, they're better players, they're just not playing as well as he is right now. Better players, you can't tell me that you would spend your money on Fernandez if you're from Barcelona rather than Trent Alexander-Arnold. There's no way, there's no way. What? You could say any of that stuff, but you'd rather buy Fernandez than Kane if you're on Real Madrid. There's no way.
0: 100%! If I Real Madrid had he, King if Real Madrid bad. bought he's, not bad, but I'm saying that
1: he's not playing he's not better than those players. He's not a better
0: player on paper, he's not uh, he's I don't know about that right now, because, because, like I've said, so. he's been consistent so for a year and a half. So he's been consistent for a year and a half. He hasn't had a slump in performances, and he's carried an absolute dog shit team to becoming a title contender within a year. within one year. I don't think there's any other player other than like Ronaldo and Messi that's done that recently. For one guy to come in and completely, it wasn't just the mentality, but it was the tactics. It was the, the, the quickness, the, the physical ability that they were putting out, the effort that they were giving. It switched the second he landed in England. Pick a, p- pick a number from one to four. Three. Three. What is that? So February, June, November, December. So let's go to the June player of the month when he won it. These are, these are the four months he won it. So of the nominees in in June last year, there was Connor Cody. Played 5-1-4, draw 1, 4 clean sheets in 5 games. Unbelievable. Bruno Fernandez played 5-1-3, draw 2, 4 goals, 1 assist. Danny Ings played 4-1-2, two, lost 2, 3 goals and assist. Raul Jimenez, 4 wins, 1 draw, 3 goals. Anthony Martial, 3 wins, 2 draws, 4 goals. Saint-Maximin, 2 wins, 1 draw, 2 goals some unbelievable candidates in there and he beat them all to it if you look at the same thing for February it was where is it if you look at the same thing for February it was Marcos Alonso one win one draw three goals in in two games Pierre-Emerick three three games two wins a draw three goals Calvert-Lewin, two wins, a loss, two goals, and an assist. Doherty, a win, two draws, goal, and uh, an assist, and three clean sheets. Bruno Fernandez had two wins, a draw, a goal, and two assists. Nick Pope had three clean sheets in four games. I mean, the numbers don't lie. These guys are putting in great performances in these time spans, but it's just not... He's he's just getting the better of them. I don't know what it is, but he's getting the better of them.
1: I'm not saying he's bad.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying he's bad, but I do think I would pick him as my top target if I was anybody right now. If if he was on the market, um.
1: Well, I disagree with you.
0: Well. You can have your opinion, but it's wrong.
1: Um, you can have your opinion, but you're stupid, so there.
0: Wow, well, good argument. So, Madrid got knocked out of the Copa del Rey. Zidane is still saying. Um, Rafael Varan is ready to leave. Ramos is refusing to contract negotiations. Odegaard has just left for Arsenal, and Jovic left, and he's doing well. Isco wants to leave. We already talked about Real. I really don't want to talk about them more because I don't like them. Me too. But I think, I think they need to sack Zidane, in my opinion. Yeah, I was about to say that somebody did to sack. And they need somebody who has, in the words of the great Diego Simeone, has cojones like Jose Mourinho who can come in. They can bring in the best players, and he can say fuck you to all of them. With no hesitation, with no repercussions of he's treating these stars badly, with no repercussions of someone who has the, the balls to come in and, and say that to big players is somebody they need right now because that would be their reboot.
1: You know, for, for Madrid, I heard they just fired uh, this uh, manager recently from England Maybe they should hire him. He's amazing. A uh, Lampard? Money, huh? I was
0: making a joke. I said oh. Lampard just got fired higher and he'll buy you stars. He'll buy you stars, but he'll, uh. He'll, uh. Brown nose all of them. Yep. Which is exactly what he did in, at Chelsea. Um. But moving on. In Italy. Um. A couple weeks ago, Brazilian Ronaldo criticized Madrid for losing Ashraf Hakimi, and he said, quote, if I was still playing and Hakimi was on the wings, we'd be unstoppable. So that was that's actually another player Hakimi left. It's, it's a nightmare out there. Um, but in other news, in Italy, that's actually all I had for Italy, and there's nothing for Germany because no one cares about the Bundesliga. That's not true. um, And let's see, let's see. Oh, so Ronaldo has passed another player in goal scoring. But after, this is probably the funniest thing I've seen in the past month. After Ronaldo passed Pele, there was a lot of controversy that, that Brazil brought up, that Santos and Pele brought up. And if you look at Pele's Instagram page, and I haven't checked it in a while, so I don't know if it's still there, but Pele pulled the most petty shit you could imagine. In Pele's bio on his Instagram page, he wrote, Pele, Brazilian number 10, three-time World Cup champion, FIFA football player of the century, global ambassador and humanitarian, and leading goal scorer of all time (parentheses 1,283) close parentheses. He is really holding on to his his title as much as possible. And the same thing happened with the the other guy. I don't know how you pronounce it. Bican, Bichan, I don't know. B i c a n. And after Ronaldo passed him, they said, "Oh, he really scored 821 goals, not this many goals." I was like okay, Pele, let's pump the brakes here. It's just, that's, that's also the problem with the whole generational thing is that people keep uh, the, we're getting to a point where the, gen, the older generation is being overtaken by the younger generation and they're unhappy about it and they're like trying to hold on to it as much as possible. I think if yeah, if, I mean, they, if they really wanna if they really wanna, you know, stick to their guns and be like, No, you didn't pass me, then put on a pair of cleats and get on the pitch and and do it. But that's not happening. That's definitely gonna I mean look.
1: People they're they're also athletes. Athletes are salty.
0: Right, and that's the and that's the thing. I think they're taking it they're taking it negatively. They're saying, Oh, you didn't pass me, I still have it. You're 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 ruining my legacy. No one's ruining their legacy. They're just saying there's a new guy like in town.
1: That, yes, you're gonna ruin your own legacy by being a little
0: witch. And and look, if Pele was playing now, if if Maradona was playing now, with the technology, with the 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 medical teams and and the different training methods and the health that they have now, and and the bans on on drugs and alcohol and whatever, <clears throat> Maradona. Uh, They'd be unbelievable. They'd be scoring a thousand goals in their careers. Of course they would, but it's just a, it's a different game now. Yeah, and and I don't think they see it as a. Take, they can take
1: solace in the fact that these players need what they're getting in order to even get close to them.
0: Right, and that's the thing. Like when when Ronaldo and Messi retire, God forbid I should ever have to say that or think about that again, but when they retire. I, I not think I know that when someone down the line Mbappe Holland well, whoever it is breaks their records they're going okay. to post on Instagram and they're going to say good shit you are an unbelievable athlete keep yeah. it going exactly and for some reason these old heads are just and look are I like was that. thinking that before I said it I was like you know what maybe not Ronaldo but even like the guy, Ronaldo. he's he not like if Mbappe passed him, especially Mbappe because Mbappe idolizes Ronaldo. But
1: the only guy that wouldn't say that is uh, is uh, Zlatan, and, but not because but, he's a bad guy, Zlatan not because exactly
0: because it's part of his shtick. He likes to keep that fire going, and it he does that with his teammates, and it motivates them. But otherwise, like he would still congratulate these guys. There's. There's a disconnect between the understanding of disrespect and just being better in that era. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there is that. Um, I got a report this morning, actually, that Barca and Real want to do a Super League because Barca have a debt of almost $1.2 billion. Real Madrid were hit by the pandemic because they've been doing pretty crazy renovations 600 million euro renovations on their stadium and there was a lot of talk about it about this new super league coming in and they said fifa said that if clubs join a super league the players involved in the super league are banned from the world cup oh i saw that power move
1: i did see that
0: (sighs) Biggest fucking power move in sports for me. And I support it. I said it's the biggest power move in sports that I've seen ever. And I fully support it and I fully agree. And I think they should follow through. If they they pull out some whack-ass Super League and Man City and Barcelona and Real and and PSG and whatever join. I don't want to see Mbappe or Neymar or Messi or or not. I don't want to see any of them. Because, because it's it tears apart the game. When you take the, the best – sure, maybe the competition is going to be better within the leagues themselves, but you take away from the game because you want to be the cool guys. You guys want to go ahead and do your own thing and, and, and make yourselves the sport and abandon the sport. Maybe if they formatted the Champions League differently to make it more of the best teams and not, you know, obscure teams, which it already is mostly the best teams, then fine. But to to say, all right, goodbye La Liga, goodbye the Premier League, we're gonna go and, and do our own thing, I'm not too happy about that. I, I personally I think that's a oh ball's God, a move, but I agree with it. Yeah, I, I believe, from what I understand from this Super League idea, is that they would leave, I don't know if it's a separate competition necessarily, or if it's they leave their leagues and they join a Super League, which is, you know, a regular, you know, seasonal league with teams like Bayern, with Real, with Barcelona, with Atletico, with both Manchester's, Liverpool. So basically,
1: so basically what you're saying is, it becomes like the Premier League, like the way the leagues work in the Premier League and Syria, but with this, the biggest leagues. And their cup, I guess their cup.
0: I don't know if there would cup. be a cup. Would be the
1: Champions League.
0: Exactly, right. Right, right, right. Exactly.
1: Okay, okay. So, so here's my here's my two cents. If they leave their original leagues,
0: then kick them out of the World Cup. If they stay in their original leagues, leave them in the World Cup. Yes. I, I fully case. agree. Because if, you're gonna be, if you're gonna be like
1: exclusive and you know kick people out and stuff like that, ow, ouch. Um, if you're gonna do that then you can't allow people like that inside the uh, World Cup. But if they're just adding another, you know, another thing of play, then by all means mm. eating you. Right. That's what I think.
0: Okay. Um So let's do a quick transfer roundup. Um let's see. So Real Madrid and David Alaba have supposedly agreed a deal. That's also another player that they should sign. Um that would, you know, bring them back to the old days. Um they've agreed a deal. It looks like he's going to go in the summer. Um Christian Eriksen looked like he was going to make a return to the Premier League with With who, I don't know. But then he netted a last-minute beauty of a winner against Milan in the Milan Derby in the Coppa Italia. So he's kind of built him—he's starting to build himself back up again. So I don't know how that's going to go. Personally, I think I still see him going somewhere because he's not really happy there. But um, Kylian Mbappe— uh, I know Pochettino has come out and said that Mbappe is going to stay and be a great at PSG. But there are doubts now. And Madrid are preparing to go in for him as well uh, for the summer. And um, and um, oh, what just happened to my thing? And um, Chelsea are going to try to go in for that Leipzig kid, Pomacano to see if they can make more insane transfers in their defense even though they already have what they can and should work with um i think the funniest rumor that i heard in the past couple weeks was with liverpool's injury-ridden defense they wanted to contact guess guess another premier league player he was just released by his club not just but recently Liverpool. Oh, they want a Premier League player? They want a former Premier League player who is now a free agent. He used to play for Arsenal. Thierry Henry. A defender. And someone who's not 50. Oh, um, Mustafi, the other guy. Pavastopoulos.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Rastopoulos. Socrates or Socrates. Personally, oh, I think it's please one of the funniest things. They're definitely in the market for a defender now that uh, Matip picked up an injury against Tottenham yesterday. But, yeah, by all means, take him. Do, do whatever you please with him.
1: Yeah, he'll be the top scorer of own goals.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um... And you know what? Great move by Arsenal. They they knew in, in advance. They released him and they, they sabotaged Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and then there were three notable sealed deals that happened this few weeks. So the first one is Papu Gomez from Avalanta. That little guy. Yeah. Uh, went to Sevilla. Um, to Sevilla, okay. So he left to Sevilla, linking up with Rakitic and Lucas Acampos and and all those guys and Ever Banega and whoever else. Um, Martin Odegaard, as we already spoke about, went to Arsenal. I think it's one of the best transfer moves they've done in quite some time. I know I it's too that early to say that because he, cause he hasn't done anything. But look, I think they're on the right path. It's the same situation as United. Arteta is putting the pieces together slowly, and I think Odegaard is the right guy for them. He's going to do the same thing. He's going to come to Arsenal. He's going to do a great job. He's going to get an offer for a permanent deal from Arsenal, and he's going to take it before the end of the season, and he'll be an Arsenal player officially. I'm excited to see how it works, but uh, I don't assume and
1: and, makes an asset, you and,
0: me. and you know what personally I'd be happy for two reasons a because Arsenal will finally have some kind of competitive fire in them and because Real Madrid lose out on another guy that they abused and and mistreated um, and then the probably the biggest transfer of the year. Jesse Lingard is making a loan move to West Ham United.
1: Whoa. What's his score? like. I
0: know, right? That's my problem. I saw a picture recently with, it was like an edited picture. I don't know if it was edited or it was like the official announcement picture for his move. But he's wearing a West Ham jersey and he looks so depressed. Uh, I, I almost feel bad for him. That's you know what, hopefully, hopefully it's uh, a nice pick-me-up for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why a lot of, that's, well, that's the reason people do long moves, is to pick up their game,
0: is yet to encourage those players to get their stuff together. Right, yeah, he just posted on his story 17 hours ago, London bound, hashtag hammer time. Um, Actually, Sky pass. Sports posted breaking news: West Ham agreed to sign Just Lingard on loan for the rest of the season. Do you think he's going to add to them? Do you think they're going to do better than they are now? So know. there's there's two there's two ways this can go. There's two ways this can go. It can either be, you know, an unexpected success. And they do, like, either finish top four somehow, West Ham, because they're in the top five now, or they finish top six. Or it can be, you know, your your, Sanchez-Mkhitaryan swap.
1: Sanchez.
0: Where no one gets anything out of it, and both teams suck still. Oh, I see. But in this case, just West Ham. I see what you mean. to get someone like that, but it's they That's where we disagree, though. Like, why would you play him? Because... Don't say he's good. I, I, I really won't say, say he's... Yeah, no. I won't say he's good. But in the... In the two or three games that United have brought him on, that Solskjaer has brought him on, he was quick, he, he was playing relatively well, um you know nothing crazy obviously nothing like wow you know i can't believe united are getting rid of him or whatever but it was like two or three games maybe that he was doing pretty solid um you know he was he was he was playing well with the attack and connecting the midfield and the attack and he plays on the wings and you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know what they're going to do with them Because they also have Fornals. They also have well, look, Lanzini mean, and Rice. And, obviously,
1: they not, not going to not play it because they agreed to take him on long.
0: The, exactly. Exactly.
1: Something. So, we'll see
0: how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. But
1: I, I would like to see after January when everybody's settled and it's yeah. all done. to See how it all goes. I'm excited to see it.
0: And the thing for me is I'm also trying to see... Which dominoes are going to fall and how hard they're going to fall. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, you know what? I wish the best for Lingard. He, you know, served his time at United. He won us an FA Cup. I'm happy that he was able to be there. It's only for the rest of the season, but who knows? He might leave on a permanent deal to them in the end. But we'll see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. That's it for today. Or we just hit the hour mark. That's it for today. Uh, Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Uh, Sorry for the inconsistency and the delay for a little bit, but we'll be back more consistently starting next week. Right, Dove? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You heard it here first. Definitely. Um, Again, you know, this is Let Me Talk. We want to let you talk. Um... You can reach out to us. us. What?
1: Talk
0: to us. Oh. You can reach out at letmetalk4231 at gmail.com. You can see our Instagram page. Drop a follow at letmetalkpc on Instagram. It'll be the same logo to burn a screaming with a pretty poor, I'm going to be honest, green background. We got to do something about that logo soon. Um, And um, if you look at the Instagram page, I started a blog post you can access the episodes for the podcast directly there or you know you could still listen on instagram but there's also some articles i've been writing uh you know some unpopular opinions about you know chelsea's uh shady youth academy system uh mistreatment of real madrid players southampton being a top team contender this season go check it out Uh, The link will be in the Instagram page bio, and uh, see you next time. Peace.